Hi, everybody. I want to talk for a few minutes under the title Life in Limbo. Uh, life since lockdown has begun to be eased. Feels a lot like living in a kind of semi state to me. You know, on one hand, many of the constrictions and the restraints that we were under a couple of months ago are no longer here. But on the other hand, life is still not quite as we might want it to be. We still can't hug all the people we want to hug, go to all the places we want to go, attend the occasions and the events. And then you look at the economic impact, uh, trying to get the schools and universities up and running, the churches reopened. And life feels like we can't go back, but the future hasn't quite arrived. We're in a kind of limbo. Anybody else wish that they could fast forward to the other side of this pandemic? Anyone else can't wait for a time of more control, more certainty and more clarity? Jesus has something to say about how to live well in limbo. In Luke chapter 18, he tells a story called the parable of the persistent widow. He says that he tells this story to show why we should always pray and never give up. And in this story, there's a woman who is frustrated. She has been treated unjustly and she's desperate. What should she do with all the emotions and the feelings? And maybe some of us feel a little bit that at the moment in this season, that back in March, the rug was pulled from under our feet. And ever since then, life has been topsy-turvy and deeply unsatisfactory. And what we discover is that this woman, in her frustration, in living in this kind of unjust limbo, she doesn't just sit in despair, she doesn't give up. She doesn't vent her anger on anyone or everyone. But instead, what she does is takes all of her emotions and her feelings, her impatience, and she takes it to the one person, the one authority who can handle it, who can do something about it. The number one authority in the land, a just judge, who can always be relied upon to do just the right thing. And Jesus is saying that in our moments of limbo, where we can't go back and the future is not yet clear, that this is something of what prayer is. It's the ability to take all our frustration, our sadnesses, maybe our sense of loss, of unmet expectations and longings, and take them all to the one authority who can handle it, who can take it, who can deal with it, who can always be relied upon to act justly and wisely and do the right thing in the right moment in the right way. You see, you do need somewhere. We all need somewhere to take and process these things. If you just try to keep them to yourself or handle them on your own, sooner or later you won't be able to keep the lid on our impatience and our frustrations and our unmet longings and expectations. And it can come off, that lid can come off, sometimes in quite unhealthy ways. But Jesus is inviting us as his children 
to come to him and to cry out to him, he says, night and day, so that he can deal with our lives in a just, perfect way, in just the right way that he knows how. You see, in Jesus, actually, life is never in limbo. For him, every day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. Even when you can't see it, he's working. Even when you can't feel it, he's working. Remember when lockdown happened back in March? I confess that my initial response was to think that God had closed for a season the ministry of the church, that all the things that we had spent years trying to build up, all the people, the ministries, the churches that were about to be planted were now going to be closed for a season. And then what I found was that within a very short few weeks, what actually God was doing in the midst of the tragedy of the coronavirus, he was also beginning to answer prayers in most unexpected ways. You see, for years we had prayed that more people would come to church on Sundays, that we would expand and we would grow. And we discovered in this season of lockdown that more people were coming to church, only he wasn't doing it in the way that we had planned or imagined, but he was doing it through online. There's a woman in our church, and when lockdown happened, she went to stay with her mother to care for her mother, who is in her 90s. And she said that through her whole life, she had tried to get her mother to come to church, and her mother had never been to church with her. But then during this season, she found herself every Sunday in their living room, attending church together. Then her mother prayed a prayer to become a Christian. For years, we have prayed that more people would benefit from the courses that we run here, tackling anxiety together, the marriage course, Alpha. And then during lockdown, we discovered that hundreds more people than normal accessed these courses. God was answering a prayer of ours, but in a way that was totally unexpected and not how we imagined. For years, we'd prayed that God would open more doors for us to serve our city. And then when lockdown happened, the doors of the hostels housing the vulnerably housed kind of literally metaphorically flew off. And we were able to provide food and partnerships right across our city. And I realized that life in Jesus is never a life lived in limbo. Because his purposes are always good. And he's inviting us to be a people who continue to cry out to him day and night. And I believe that as we do that, and in the future when we look back on this season, we will see all the ways that God's faithfulness is being revealed to us in this season. The Apostle Paul says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer.
want to spend a moment uh, to pray for maybe you are feeling like life is in limbo right now, that you realize that you're not quite sure. None of us are sure what the future holds. But I believe that God wants to come and help us in our uncertainty and give us clarity of heart and spirit, even if we don't know the exact circumstances of our future. So may we pray. Lord Jesus, we want to be people who are joyful in hope, patient in affliction, patient in prayer. And we ask, Lord, that you will draw near to us. We thank you that you are the one to whom we can always go with all our emotions, all our feelings, all the uncertainties of our lives, and that you are working these out. Thank you that you hear our prayer. Thank you that you invite us to cry out to you. Maybe just in the quiet, maybe bring to God anything specifically that you're struggling with right now, that you want to lift to him and trust that he hears your prayer and he's working these things out. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.